Hey, Changemaker. I hope you had a chance to listen to the previous episode full of advice. This is part two, an episode to help you on your journey as a changemaker. This one dives into your personal perspectives of being a changemaker, how to manage hopelessness, take care of your mental health, how to manage uncomfortable work, and so much more. I really hope that this episode will help you connect with your own power, the power that will drive change. My name is Julia Wicklander. Welcome to the Hey Changemaker podcast. Whenever I speak to young people and they, they ask me for advice, I always say, put your health and your mental well-being first. Like it's 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 there's no point in you being here if you're not functioning um and yeah. you're, you're not doing well. Like yeah, put yourself first in that space. That is Nasra Ayub a multi-award-winning women's rights campaigner, speaker, and writer from Bristol in the UK, and works with the Global Fund for Children. Something that many guests on this podcast have come back to is self-care. What does that look like for changemakers? How can we take care of ourselves without feeling guilty? That is something that Bulelwa Adonis spoke to me about. Bolelwa is a mental health advocate, a social justice activist, particularly against gender-based violence, and she is also the spokesperson for a, a non-profit organization called Women for Change in South Africa. There's so many different problems in the world, all different countries, we all have different things to fight. So there's always going to be something to fight, but just understanding that you need to be full, you need to have some sort of battery life, some sort of power within you. And I think understanding that we're not robots. We're human beings. We have feelings. We get tired. And we're allowed to be tired. I think as an activist, validate your feelings. I think sometimes as an activist, you feel like my feelings, you know, they don't matter. That That's very selfish of me. I think as an activist, something that I would, would say is please practice selfishness. That the, as much as being selfless is beautiful and it's necessary and it's needed to work in a space where you're working for others, please practice selfishness. That it's it's important to say no. It's important to not give in, to not not go to every interview, not to not to read every DM. Sometimes, sometimes you can go back. Sometimes you can go back. Sometimes your post can answer the person without you needing to read everything, responding to everything. Understanding when you um, can take things and when you can't. And just validating yourself. It's so necessary saying, just allowing yourself to feel your emotions, saying that you're tired, saying it out loud to yourself. Once you start creating change, you are making the ones that are perpetrating or creating injustices uncomfortable. So they are going to push back on you. They are going to come for you. You will face threats. Um, you will even question yourself at some point, am I doing the right thing? Uh, should I stop now? Uh, sometimes even this work will not pay you, you know? Sometimes you will go through depression. Sometimes you'll feel alone in this work and journey, you know? But my advice is persist and resist. You know, persist and resist. 
And even in your persistence and resisting, do not forget to take care of yourself. You know, do not forget to take care of the people that you work with, the people around you. Um, I always ponder on the words of Audrey Lodge, you know, self-care is not self-indulgence, you know, it is self-preservation. If you do not preserve you, it will be difficult to sustain the work. So invest in self-care, invest in self-care, invest in self-care. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's all. That's Rhea Williams-Uyata, a feminist peace builder and change maker from South Sudan. So much of this work requires us to take time to care for ourselves. Yet in the midst of the pain we witness and experience in our work for human rights, gender equality, peace, social and climate justice, it's easy to feel hopeless. Hope is the one thing that needs to stay alive to fuel our work. Without hope, it all gets very dark and it's, it gets impossible to see the change that we want to create. Lina Abarafe is a women's rights activist, speaker, and writer with decades of experience in gender equality and development work around the world. This is what she says about hope. You know, it's about the micro interactions. It's about the very small stuff. You know, if I anchored my hope on um, major policy change, you know, those things are possible, but they're long term or, um, you know, rights that are gained or uh, discriminations in society that are eliminated. You know, I can't anchor on those things. It's really about the the minute sort of interactions I have with individuals you know, a conversation I have with a young woman, um, you know, a little program that I'm able to run or a small pocket of funding I'm able to channel here or there Um, or even with the the words that I use and the articles I write you know sometimes one person will come to me and say I never thought of it that way and I think that's great you know and I measure in those micro changes uh, and micro moments because I think it's through those micro moments that we build the momentum for a movement you know the idea that like everybody starts to say oh what wait, wait a minute, that's, that's not what I expected, or that's not how I thought about it before. And they start to think differently. And it's the, it's the cumulative effect of all of that that's going to create this wave. You know, what is a movement if not a bunch of people who are willing to move and you know, move in the same direction, one would hope. So that, I think it's, it's that type of, those types of conversations, you know, something like this, where a spark is ignited. And I, you know, even for me, it happens all the time. Or I'll be talking to somebody and we'll come up with an idea together. And I think, ah, that's magic. You know, that wouldn't have happened had we not had this conversation. So mm. that's, that's the type of stuff that keeps mm. me going. And also, mm. I don't see paralysis as, a, as an option. You know, it's very easy to say, well, I can't do anything, so I won't do anything. But, you know, there's going to be a thing where you say, all right, I can't sit. I can't just sit here. I can't sit here and let it and let it go by and pretend it doesn't involve me and pretend that I'm not needed. You know, and I think it's that mm-hmm. feeling of the inability, you know, maybe I have a high energy level. It's the inability to be idle, you know, yeah. to say, I, okay, I don't do this anymore, maybe at the expense of my own health and sanity, like I did mm-hmm. like 20 years ago. But, mm-hmm. you know, I still, I still will do it. Mm-hmm. And if it makes a difference to one person, then it's that's good enough. I love Lena's reminder for us to see the change we are achieving through each step, even if it's small. And just as we heard in the last episode, 
Go back and listen to that if you haven't yet. There is so much power in building community to sustain solidarity and to be able to see the change through each other and get those reminder from one another. Selena de Sola is the co-founder and president of glasswing.org, an organization that addresses the root causes and consequences of poverty and violence in 12 countries through community-based education and health and youth empowerment. Here's one piece of advice she wished she knew earlier. I wish I would have asked for more help. You know, I feel like you feel like you have to do things. And there were three of us founders, but in general, I wish we had asked for more help earlier on. Um, and, you know, I think that that's one of them. And then the other is, I wish even earlier on, because we've learned along, they're just asking more questions and more frequently. Hmm. Um, ask a lot of questions like we we're always reminding ourselves ask let's ask again let's ask again like with the young people we work with with our colleagues with our peers so i think kind of that constant um feedback loop and and then also asking for asking for help asking for help is one of those things that i really need to continue to get better at somehow it's so easy to feel like we don't want to burden others or that we believe that we should be able to accomplish it all ourselves. Right now, the movements for gender equality, human rights, social and climate justice, for peace, are facing challenges and backlash. Activists, advocates and change makers are finding ourselves in ever more challenging environments, in polarized debates. It's a moment in time where we all need to claim our own power and build resilience. Sharon Catherine D'Agostino is the founder of SayItForward.org, a platform where every woman and girl is encouraged to share her remarkably unique story of overcoming the fears, personal beliefs, or circumstances that have held her back in any way. Sharon has some amazing advice that I want to conclude this episode with. So the three things that I would say to women who are in, in families or organizations or communities where people will not listen to them is first to be courageous and speak up. Because in those kinds of situations, it is rare that someone else is going to invite you to use your voice and claim your power. So that is the first thing. Recognize the only person that can really help ensure that you get heard and that what you have to say is heard is you. The second thing is, Connecting with that part of us, that inner part of us that is not critical, because when we are in situations where other people may be trying to get us to stop talking, or maybe even telling us to stop talking, there's the risk of connecting with that inner critic, that inner voice in us that says, He's right. I shouldn't be saying this. And so I'm reminding all of us, me included, is connect with that voice in you that's saying, 
I deserve to be heard. I deserve to be heard as much as anyone else who is in this space. Mm. And the third piece of advice that I have, and I wish this is something that I had understood earlier in my life, and that is don't second guess yourself after you've spoken up. Because often we do, we judge ourselves. I could have said it this way. I should have said it that way. It would have been more something if I had said that a different way. Try not to do that. (laughs) Try to just be so happy that you spoke up. And if there's some lesson you learn about some way that you would say it differently the next time, then make a note of it. And next time, say it that way. Um, but we can be our own harshest critics, and I believe that's especially true for women. I appreciate Sharon's advice so much. And one way that she has helped me is through the virtual women's circles that she hosts every month. She hosts two women's circles a month, exploring a specific topic each month. And all women are welcome to join these circles. A women's circle offers you a quiet time for personal reflection and self-discovery. During the one-hour circle, you will be invited to write brief responses to a series of questions that are meant to help you connect with the many things you love about yourself, what you would like to change in your life, and ways in which you can take loving care of yourself. The theme and writing prompts change each month. And at no time will you be asked to share your insights, thoughts, or feelings with anyone else at the Women's Circle. It is an hour for you to take care of you. Um, It is time for personal reflection, joined by other women who are also giving themselves the gift of time to focus solely on themselves. There's no talking or sharing, simply women gathering in a virtual circle and gently exploring their own thoughts and feelings. These circles have supported me on my own journey and as a change maker, because it has allowed me to prioritize myself in a world that is so often asking me to prioritize other things. It has helped me gain clarity in my purpose and my path forward. You can find out more about the women's circles and sign up to join them at girlsglobe.org slash women's circle. I hope that the advice in this podcast has given you a sense of peace in a world that needs us. I hope it has given you inspiration to take the next steps to care for yourself as a change maker, to build hope, resilience, and connect with your own power. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to Hey Changemaker on your favorite podcast app to make sure you don't miss an upcoming episode. And please share the podcast with someone you believe will appreciate it. Thank you so much for your support and for being here on this journey with me, Changemaker.